Hi, I'm the Shitcoin Sherpa, and uh, this is Wrecked Podcast. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing pretty good, man. You know, it's, uh, what is it, Tuesday? I don't even know what day it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I, I got about three cups of coffee in me. Um, and we have a guest on today, so I put on my pants, uh, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a good day. It's a good day. How's your day going, Bunch? Uh, I'm busy. Busy. I had to do, like, real work. I'm, like, sweating right now because I got <laughs> held up uh, by my boss. And then, um, so my boss, I actually finally told him the Babe Ruth story today. Oh, did and you? And so, like, he kept me on for, like, an extra five, ten minutes after the fact and, like, was talking to me about it. And <laughs> Oh, I just totally lost track of time, so I'm sweating, and I don't even know what to do. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> we have a guest, so that's yes. going to alleviate some of the workload on our end. <laughs> we do have a guest. So we are welcome, uh, proud to be joined today by the one and only Shitcoin Sherpa. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are y'all, man? Awesome. Thank you for joining us. How have you been uh, dealing with... Uh, COVID-19 life. Oh, it's it's been fantastic. I mean, I'm in uh, kind of the medical field, so it's it's been a joy. Are you like uh, frontline-ish medical? Are you work for kind of medical supplies? How, how, or what's your kind of status? Yeah, we run um, basically life-preserving meds to uh, like hospice patients. Ah, okay. And yep. so, yeah, it it's very much frontline and it's uh we've had a few COVID 19 positive people already which is uh added a whole nother layer of complexity to the job sure i'm sure so like i'm in the medical field too but i do medical sales and i call on nursing homes so it's uh we've been stuck at home not having to go out into them and i don't think we'll be into them for a while but uh we call on home health and hospice as well and i'm sure everybody i'm talking to is in the same boat as you so uh thanks for getting out there and and keeping people safe and healthy as much as you can Oh, thanks. I try. I mean, it's it's been a lot less uh, volume because, like you said, you know, nursing homes and all that are pretty much closed. So uh, it, it's been interesting to try to deal with all that stuff. But I'm just glad that we're still able to get out there and uh, not be completely hindered by the shutdowns. Yeah, I hear you, Chamber. What's up with you, man? Um, you know, just buying stock in Clorox and Lysol, uh, considering <laughs> that's the cure now. Um, so. Just waiting for that to moon. I think it's um, just. I think it's just disinfectant enemas. That's what we're. Supposed that's to it. Do. I, damn yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and I. I don't know. I like. I've missed this in the last twenty four hours. Is there aliens now? I don't. What's oh, going I'm, on? Yeah, yeah. So yesterday, the Navy, I believe, um, released three videos of the Navy, know, an, the actual Navy, the Navy, the U.S. Navy. Yeah. 
uh, released uh, due to like Freedom of Information Act, uh, which I believe was spearheaded by Tom DeLonge uh, and his Reach for the Stars Academy. I feel like that's the name of it. I I feel I'm pretty close on that one. Um, He basically, you know, he left. Blink-182, uh, obviously Tom DeLonge, famous <laughs> for Blink-182, uh, left Blink-182 to start Reach for the Stars Academy, which was basically uh, a weird, you know, emo punk uh, <laughs> guy basically looking into aliens. Uh, but apparently th- these guys have been doing a lot of good work, uh, like with uh, Freedom of, Freedom of in- Information Act stuff, getting, you know, government to release videos and archive footage and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, as per yesterday, three um you know uh, ufo videos uh navy ufo videos were released um i Sherpa, watched them we be- are we a believer in this or what i mean i'm wide open about it um i wouldn't say that i've you know researched enough to say for sure one way or the other but uh i, I definitely think it's a possibility i mean it's kind of crazy to think that you know we're the only ones out there that'd be depressing <laughs> that would be very depressing yes chamber are you totally on board um you know you know me uh i'm a fan of things uh that are weird like this um i'm not 100 percent sold on ufos like they uh, is are, are these are we looking at things like the in the videos uh, i'm sure most people have seen them i mean are we actually looking at you know aliens from another planet or is it something else i don't know um but it is weird, though, like that they release these three videos and basically crickets like people are still talking about disinfecting enemas and whatnot. Um, so <laughs> you, that, think it, that, you think Trump's leaking these videos or what? Maybe. I mean, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be I'd be leaking gotta get Bigfoot, I'd be leaking big, Bigfoot videos, alien videos, that alien autopsy video. I've got to uh, I've got to get people to stop talking about bleaching their buttholes. And <laughs> I've got to get back to I've got to get back to uh, release the Bigfoot. The Sasquatch needs to be released. <laughs> That's right. Like he, he stumbles around that garden uh, looking like, uh, like half Sasquatch himself. So um, it's, uh, it, it is interesting. But uh, yeah, I think it is weird that um, not a lot of, you know, fanfare, uh, considering this is pretty, you know, pretty big deal. Uh, but here we are. Interesting. Well, here we are. This is life, I guess now. So we are deep, deep within 2020 life now. So, but anyway, let's get to some Sherpa news. So Sherpa, you know, we appreciate you joining us today. And we kind of you you've recently started your own podcast, correct? Talk a little bit about, you know, what your podcast is about, how you got the, uh, I guess, motivation to start it, and kind of what that whole process has been like. Well, it's called uh, This Crypto Life, and I've been kind of just experimenting with it a lot. I'm, I'm new to the whole podcast game, and so I've tried one-on-one interviews with uh, quite a few people, which is really interesting, just getting into their hobbies and uh, passions and everything, but... I've also been doing uh, panel discussions here lately, um, just because of COVID and everybody being stuck at home. It's kind of fun to hear from people all over the world and, you know, how things are in their area, how they're coping with it. So, yeah, it, it's, I mean, we, me and Chamber are mostly talking to ourselves <laughs> these days, but, <laughs> but definitely uh, I love to hear all the guest stories and everything like that. So, you know, what kind of brought you into, you know, crypto Twitter? How did you become crypt, uh, the shitcoin Sherpa? 
Well, I had uh, started, I guess, actively trading back around July 2017, of course, when uh, I think the majority of the 2017 bunch kind of kind of came in at the same time. Everybody. Oh, so you you were probably around our time. What when in 2017? Uh, around July. Okay, so I was probably April, May, uh, and then Chamber was later in December. Chamber bought the top. Yeah, nice. the, the tippy top. <laughs> so at least you know, for you, you got to you got to experience some sort of uh, boom. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean the whole uh, 2017 euphoria that was. I think a lot of people came in, you know, right whenever they saw it uh, dump to 3K after the China fud, and you know, kind of just thought that that was the best time to get in at the moment and, uh, you know, had a whole lot of fun for a few months and then, you know, Chamber comes in and ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you guys needed somebody Accurate. to sell your bags to. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, that's right. You, We sold our bags to Chamber. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's exciting. I, uh, I always like to hear people that have had a better entry point than me. So uh, it's... <laughs> It, it warms the cockles of my heart. What was the uh, what was the first shitcoin you bought? Oh God, the first one I bought and actually remember, you know, making some gains off of it was probably SafeX. Oh, interesting. I, I don't think I ever owned any SafeX chamber. Did you? I don't believe so. Did it uh, did it rebrand to a different name at any point? Uh... No, they've got like SafeX Cash now, uh, and they're still going. But uh, basically, you know, I saw it dump on Bitrex, and they were about to delist it, so it went down to like 60 sats, and then it went over to Cryptopia, and they delisted it a couple days later because they got pissy. And I just held it that whole time, and it got on, you know, Trade Satoshi, which is now defunct as well. And uh, it went up to like 500 sats, and so that was just—it was fantastic. Uh, Did you feel like you were, you know, the best trader out there? Oh yeah, everybody did. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm a retired former great, uh, great trader. Trader. I think everybody did at that time, right? Like, oh, this is easy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, whenever you're winning all the time, you know, you think you're a boss, and you don't. It doesn't occur to you that like everybody was winning even on the worst crap possible in 2017. Yeah, it teaches you really quickly when everything goes to shit, like how to actually identify some good things and bad things, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, uh, Chamber, are you still a trading god or what? Um. Yeah, I think I am. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> off of trading, and then I would say in the last few days I've been upping my. Well, I, I, can, I keep hearing you talk about this multi-day alt season we're about to have. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like to throw out the multi-day alt season. Um, sure, but what do you think? We, we, we getting a, a multi-day alt season coming soon or what? I mean, I hope not. My, my biggest desire for altcoins is that we see the vast majority of them you know, drop off and never pump again so that we can get some decent pumps on the good ones. I mean, you've just got so many things still hanging out from 2017, 2018 that are just garbage. So what would you classify, you know, if somebody is new or if they're just, you know, having a hard time maybe identifying what's good from what's bad? What what would you what advice would you give them on that? Like, what is what are the good ones? What are the bad ones? What to look for? 
I mean, you've got to look at use case um, as the main thing. Does it have any actual selling point? Does it have a plan to actually generate income somehow? Um, because a lot of them really don't. I mean, you had so many transaction coins coming out in 2017 who just thought that they were going to be better than Bitcoin because they were a little bit faster. Right. And, you know, that's not really a use case because we're still trying to sell Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No, I would agree. Uh, Chamber, what, what, do you, what would you add to that? What's good, what's bad? How do you identify? Uh... <laughs> I don't know what's good and what's bad anymore. You just uh, you just buy and sell based on whimsy. I buy and sell based on usually usually charts, and I I usually kind of get uh, some sort of roadmap. So if we have like a mainnet coming up, and the chart lines up with possibly a you know a pump going into mainnet. I like to buy those, like, uh, you know, not to shill any particular coin or anything like that. But uh, I was looking at one today. I didn't buy it, but I think Matic uh, on Binance, it was like an IEO, I believe. I think it's got a mainnet coming up in like three weeks. And, the, you know, the chart isn't pump, is, hasn't pumped already. I mean, that could be. I'm not sure. Um, something like that off the top of my head. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm just saying, like, that's a thing that could happen. Um, and it probably won't because I'm looking at it, so it'll probably just dump to zero. Um, as soon as I look at anything, it just usually goes to zero. So uh, I apologize to anybody holding Matic currently for even bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Sherpa, are you doing, you know, much active trading? Are you more like, um, you know, fundamental kind of, I'm going to, look and do my homework and then invest uh how do you kind of approach the market at this point or are you kind of you know out of sh out of most alts um i'm definitely actively trading i kind of fluctuate on you know where i'm at with it uh i was doing a lot of margin trading for a bit just because i didn't really get into it much in 2017 but i am a degenerate gambler so Welcome it's, to the club, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it just really uh, definitely scratches that itch. Uh, but I do like trading, you know, micro caps and everything. That's what I was doing beforehand and kind of what I'll be doing now that I've been liquidated so many times margin trading. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I had... Bitmec or uh, Bitfinex liquidation emails on speed dial for me at one point, so that's uh, that I can re I can relate to a liquidation or two. Um, but anyway, so what what else, Chamber? What do we got here? Um, I don't know. Um, I got uh, I got nothing on my end. Uh, I'm just getting berated online for my awful takes. Um, as of you've late. been getting crushed, just crushed. Um, just a man. Sherpa, are you a big sports guy? No. Okay. <laughs> good. Well, good. Well, good. That means you you wouldn't you wouldn't notice a chamber bad take then when you when it slaps you in the face. First of all, my takes are 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 good. Um, so so maybe maybe I can convince Sherpa because he's not a big sports guy. We can just use logic and we can keep you know. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
this works. You can't go convince somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about because no, that, we, because we, you don't know because you're wrong. We can, we can just use logic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my biggest, my biggest, my biggest beef as of late is that sports fans as a whole don't understand generational talent, uh, and by that I mean every generation will, as a whole will be a you know better than the generation that came previously meaning if you take an average baseball player in the 1980s theoretically that baseball player in the 2000s that average baseball player would be a better version of you know that average that average player the same goes for the superstar so a superstar in the 80s would then be a better version uh you know 20 25 years later it's fairly simple. It's the same reason Jesse Owens wouldn't even sniff a you know uh, a podium today in a you know a hundred meter. I did think that was a good point. That is, it just we're just physically bigger. Like somebody, so the whole thing can, obviously. Uh, if if you're not familiar, uh, there's a Michael Jordan documentary that's been uh, you know t- a buzz as of late uh, online. And you just said, you know, that's great. Michael Jordan's fantastic. He had a, a phenomenal career. Amazing athlete, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. There's no denying it. But at the same time, there's no denying that a person, say, like LeBron James, who is bigger, stronger, faster, you know, arguably more talented, is a better player than Michael Jordan. And again, nothing that Michael Jordan did wrong. He just was, you know, in a generation prior. So he doesn't have the, you know, doesn't have the, uh, the talent. Basically, to kind he's of saying Michael shoulders. Jordan isn't good. As good today, I, my argument was I didn't think Michael Jordan would necessarily be a top five player today. I think he could crack, cr- you know, crack the top five today uh, versus his competitors. All right, did that convince you, Sherp? I mean, I think it makes sense. Um, just because as time goes on, hello, you need a lot more to impress people, and so I think. Uh, and you're also learning from previous generations, right? Like, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely. no argument there. Like, you know, you wouldn't have a LeBron James without a Michael Jordan, but that still doesn't make Michael Jordan better than LeBron James. But, I mean, that holds true for most subjects, I think. Exactly. You look at, uh, you know, what shows had top ratings, you know, back whenever there were three channels, and it's a, you know, there were garbage. Most of them were garbage because you had three options. Friends Friends was considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. Let's not forget that, people. Friends. (laughs) <laughs> that popular if it came out now you know no <laughs> hey i will one thing is for sure no one told you life was going to be this way no <laughs> <laughs> there you go thank you i was waiting for somebody to get me there so sherpa i do want to ask how have your how have your zoom meetings been going i've been seeing you uh have the the public uh drinking zooms going lately i almost jumped on one once and i couldn't figure out how to, I, I think you might have guys been done by the time i tried to get on but tell us a little bit about how that's going uh splendidly we've got people from you know all over the world we have people from mexico canada all over europe and australia in there at some points and we all just get hammered and talk shit about how horrible this all is yeah, yeah I mean, so it sounds like a, a great place for us to go hang out one night, Chamber. That's what I'm, you know. I think we need to make that make that happen. So, uh, like, who who's been on in the chat with you guys? 
I've had uh, Colin the Crypto Ocelot on there. Um, Brittany or uh, Slitney, she was in there a time or two. Uh, Nixops, uh, to Cryptoro, I've had him in there Ooh, a lot. Toro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, just a whole bunch of them. Steven Ostecki, uh, Simon Breeden's on there most weeks. Um, Wendy drops in a lot too. Ah, uh, love Wendy. Love yeah, Wendy. Yeah, she's great. Yep. Uh, cool, man. That's That sounds fun. Well, Chamber and I will have to jump on one day. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, the other thing, you know, we always ask, it's not wrecked podcast if we don't get a wrecked story from our guests. So between, you know, 2017 when you first got in and now, uh, I'm sure you must, must have at least one good uh, crypto wreck story. Riggity, riggity, wrecked, son! Oh, yeah. Um... I would say probably the biggest one was uh, towards the end of 2017. You know, I was playing a lot off of uh, fundamentals then and what uh, had a good use case. And exchange coins were really blowing up, so you saw like BNB and uh, KuCoin shares and stuff like that mooning a lot. And there was you, a Chamber used to be a big KuCoin shares guy. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I, I don't think now's the worst time to be a cuckoo and shares guy. I don't know about back then how it did uh, <laughs> holding through, but yeah, so I had seen a project that uh, was basically trying to do some of the same stuff, but then they had uh, some interesting stuff about their proposed exchange, and I had averaged up from uh, about 1k whenever I came in in July to about 10,000 by uh, mostly trading shit coins. Nice. And I put a lot into uh, this one. I think it was Sugar Exchange, uh, which, dumb name, but... Um, <laughs> dumb name. <laughs> I, uh, I ended up holding that thing down to about where I had about 3K left, and then my brother-in-law needed a loan, so I cashed out, luckily at that point, because, you know, it would be pennies now. So you had, you were you were all in on it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a little bit in another really horrible uh, shitcoin project, but yeah, the majority of it was in Sugar Exchange at the time. Were so, you uh, were you an ICO guy at all? No, I never did ICOs because it felt like uh, you usually got dumped on if you know you were one of the early people in there. Um, even on some of these pre-sales, the one thing that really had me kicking myself is uh, I was in Crypto Dogs uh, Discord group and we had a guy who was friends with one of the uh, people from Cardano or ADA and he was talking about he could get just a ton of it uh, ahead of the Bitrex listing even and you know we were just like meh and <laughs> <laughs> you know, we like the project, but not enough to throw two or three ETH at it um, a piece. And uh, been kicking myself on that one ever since because it was drastically cheaper than you know even the listing price or the lowest price. I, I got a follow up question here because we kind of brushed that the last the last your last statement we brushed over a little quickly for my liking. Um, you said you had taken money out um, of of sugar. Um, and had you kept it in, that would have been pennies. You said, and this was all based on a 
<laughs> on your brother-in-law asking you for a loan yeah yeah that, um <laughs> that's amazing uh i mean that's never happens usually brother-in-law asks you for a loan you never see that money again um <laughs> i mean unless he didn't pay you back it looks no, like no, he may he, have done you a favor no he definitely uh <laughs> he hasn't paid me back he's paid back a little bit of it <laughs> but, uh, now did, has so either way you, it's pennies has yeah. he paid you back more than your bag would have been worth today oh that's a great that's a great question because then it could still be worth it Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if he had bought me a Big Mac, then he would have paid me back more than it'd be worth today. <laughs> Interesting. So still, still, even though he hasn't paid you back, still, a, you're, you're still in a better position, which is interesting. That's, uh, that's a yeah, nice turn of events. Hey, you know, someday he will pay that back and it'll be well worth it, you know? Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, <laughs> you know, someday he'll get a windfall and he'll be Oof. like, oh, man, I owe some people some money. And there you go. It'll be good to go. Uh, Chamber, you ever uh, loan any family members any money? I have. I mean, first of all. I feel like you're not really a money loaning type of guy. I'm not approachable. My my yeah. persona on the show is, I mean, it's not a persona. It's it's how I act in it's real you. life. It's you. Yes, it is. Yeah, right. E- exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah, having people, like, no one's ever asked me to borrow money. It's in like it. The, so okay, be if I came to, to you tomorrow and said, "If you ask me, yes. can I grab five k from you for?" Uh, I dude, I got this really hot tip on sugar. <laughs> you, you'd get 100%, it to me. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, all right. There you yeah, yeah hundred percent. Yeah. But I like you. Uh, I mean, you, you are in a very small circle of people uh, <laughs> that I would entrust with money. Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah. But most people, like my family, would never, like it. I it like they would they would. Take a bookie loan or like a like a loan, <laughs> loan shark. shark. Loan. Yeah, exactly. Before <laughs> asking me for money, uh, just because I'm a uh, like I'm a pain in the ass, um, I would never let them live it down. It's not like I would bug them to give it back to me. Like at no, a you turn. just break their kneecaps at Thanksgiving. Uh, exactly. But having like giving me that kind of power over them is not good for anybody. Uh, it's just it would it would just be an ominous dark cloud hanging over them all the time. <laughs> Um, which is not fun for them, <laughs> which was amazing for me. I would love to loan people more money, but uh, they don't ask. All right, Sherpa, how about a uh, real-life wreck story? Now, this can be anything, and it's completely open for your interpretation. So we've had everything on this show from uh, dead people washing up on a beach to a uh, dead guy with a boner. A lot of dead guys, actually. A lot of dead guys. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of death. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of death. Um, but it could be anything. What, what do you got for light, a real life? Light. Yeah, it could be anything. What do you got for a real life wreck story? Oh, God. I was talking to Chamber about this beforehand. It's like trying to pick a, pick a needle out of a stack of other needles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrecked so many times. Um Talking about dead guys, God, uh, we live, or our job is right across from a hospital, and there was a guy in our parking lot one time we thought was just, you know, passed out asleep and everything, and uh, one of the drivers goes over and just starts, you know, yelling at him and, you know, almost poking him with a stick or something, and turns out the guy had gotten out of the hospital just a little bit before that and taken most of his pills from the pharmacy and he was dead i mean that was what (laughs) oh my god (laughs) just sitting in this car i mean you know 50 feet from the hospital so he was in the car 
Yeah, yeah he, he was, was like in the car. Oh, so in, in my mind, he was just laying on the pavement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very clear that he was like in the driver's seat of this car. Yeah, um, yeah I think he said parking lot. And I just thought the, you know, the floor of the parking lot. <laughs> That's crazy. Me. That's uh, so I get. Yeah. So obviously he'd be, uh, you know, freshly uh, moved on. Is, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Like um, it, hadn't, it hadn't been that long. No, and I mean, several of the drivers, you know, had went over there and seen him hours prior to that and everything, so not sure exactly when, you know, it happened or whatever, but we were all over his case the whole time, not not trying to, uh, you know, wake him up or anything until that one driver decided that he was going to go over there and, you know, yell at him for a minute. Right. Now, how close did you get? Uh... 10 15 feet uh, that's I'm close the, enough that's yeah, close enough i'm the one that they call um whenever there's crazy shit like that happening so uh you know obviously he hollered up at me and i'm like well call the freaking cops i mean i'll come no over kidding. there but now i call that a dead body in the wild like a lot of us have gone to you know funerals where we've seen dead body you know friends or family members in a casket and i don't really classify like obviously it's a dead body but it's not to me it's not the same as seeing a dead body in the wild somebody that you don't necessarily know and it's just it's just there a bunch have you ever seen one like that kind of like in the wild like that no it's it's life-changing it it really messes i mean i've been in the so like i've been in the hospitals uh and stuff and like nursing homes when like there's codes going on yeah yeah, like a code yellow is yeah right like uh so like that but like i'm not in the room you know what i mean so uh but that's the closest like there was definitely one um one time i was doing like a a product in service at the hospital and somebody i think like fell out of bed in the next room like literally uh-huh. in the next hospital bed next to where i was and like that was that was probably the closest cuz they were obviously uh, having a heart attack or something and they fell they couldn't get up and everybody was rushing in and i'm like standing right there with my like oh buy my product <laughs> and, <laughs> so that was that was pretty weird but <laughs> it's uh, funny uh it's funny you mentioned the codes um because i got a funny story about codes um this is uh this has to do with walmart codes um, <laughs> i didn't i don't know if, if, if you guys know that uh walmart has a set of codes much like a hospital um and my wife and I were going to a Walmart, and as we're going, and this is kind of before we had kids and whatnot, so I didn't really wasn't able to put myself in the position of the parents that were leaving. But as as we're coming in, there's a there's a family of four leaving, and the dad is losing his mind. Like you could tell, this dad was not maybe maybe not the nicest dad, uh, maybe a little bit of a. Uh, at least a verbal abuser, if not an actual abuser. You know what I mean, like a physical abuser, and. My wife and I kind of look at each other, and he's going off, and like the wife's not saying anything. The kids are like young. I'm like, this is this is a piece of shit dad here coming up, and we hear over the like the loudspeaker. Uh, we have a code yellow at the north entrance. Code yellow at the north entrance. And I look at my wife, I'm like, oh, shit, bad parents means code yellow at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I thought that was interesting. So if you're ever in a Walmart and you hear code yellow, uh, it means uh, kid's about to get beat. Uh, so uh, keep an ear out for that. Um, little little inside info from the, uh, the Walmart uh, loudspeaker system. You think you'd be hearing that all the time at Walmart, though? You would think so, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, keep an ear open for that. Code yellow. I don't know if it's still the case. This was probably 10 years ago uh, when I heard that. So maybe they've updated the codes. Um, but I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well, that, I think that's going to do it for all my like interview style questions, unless uh, you got any more, Chamber. No, I think uh, I, I feel pretty good about it. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear, like we were talking uh, pre-show uh, um about kind of the uh the pitfalls of the podcast and like uh getting getting guests and whatnot and uh i was talking uh with with sherpa about you know possibly getting a uh you know a a guest host with him or a co-host with him um and i thought maybe get your feedback on that bunch he was saying you know uh getting interviews or getting guests can be kind of monotonous sometimes and you know keeping a keeping a fresh stable of guests kind of you know coming in is it can be difficult uh and i said well a lot of times what we'll do is we'll we'll probably have one or one out of four or one out of five shows with a guest and the majority of the time it's just yeah we used to it's funny we used to do uh at least a guest a week sometimes multiple guests yeah exactly yeah and uh i think you know it's funny because when we had charles on remember we Mm -hmm. we had the same advice to 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 charles where was um basically he was trying to do a guest a day and put out five episodes a week and we were like you're gonna run out of people <laughs> and that's what's gonna ha- that's what happened right yeah so, like, like that's what happened to us uh luckily we have two people and we can kind of do solo shows and and honestly limitless some, content you know uh, some kind of quality of our lives. There, right <laughs> um but i would say yeah i think yeah no the, I, I was i Go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say between the two of us, just limitless content uh, between both of our lives. Uh, it's. Uh, I think people but are. The guesting is hard. It's like because you know it takes one. It takes time to get guests. Like if so, if you have a schedule, you got to really be trying to get guests out a couple weeks in advance uh, because you know people's schedules changes change as well like just for this interview our schedule and your schedule changed you know you were i think you were sick or something and uh and then our schedule changed so like just to even get this one on took a week right so like if you were relying on that all of a sudden you're sol so you kind of have to i would say a backup plan right (laughs) what do you think chamber uh, I agree. I, I like, and I was telling him like how easy it is sometimes. Like if we're feeling lazy, where you know we wake up at like seven thirty in the morning one day, bang out an episode, and we're done for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. So I like it. Now, like who that. do you think? <laughs> let's let's um, let's muse a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Sherpa. Um, what? So who, what's who we could pair up? Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, what so Sherpa? What's your strategy with that? Are you like planning that far out ahead, or what? How, like, what's the biggest struggle you get from that? Yeah, I'm definitely thinking I probably need a co-host just so I can have that backup, somebody to talk to. Uh, I've even tried doing that solo, and I don't know. It feels a bit awkward just interviewing yourself for sixty minutes or something. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. I bet you Chamber'd be really good at it. I'm trying to think if I put out a solo show once. 
I don't know if I, I, I know I've done like a solo interview and those aren't as fun, but I don't think I've done a solo show. No, but I bet you'd be good at it. Like you, eh. you could totally, I feel like you could totally get on the mic and just rant. I, it, it would take a couple of tries to get a decent product out, I think afterwards. But yeah. All right. Well, this just in, I'm taking next week off. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing both shows solo. <laughs> but the, no, the question is, who do you think we should we should get uh, Sherpa to pair up with? Is there? Oh, who should be his like, his co-host? Get, let's get a couple of options out there. Um, Man, I'm trying to think. Like we we had mentioned, Wendy. Wendy does a solo show. Maybe uh, maybe she could be your temporary co-host stuff uh, for the times you don't have guests. That might be a good one. She's always putting out stuff. What she, about uh, Sherpa Sherpa and Noir? I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Uh, <laughs> the voice, the the voices are like yeah, very, like you guys would have some good. Uh, that that'd be some good audio. I could see, I could see that working out real well. Uh, did you have anybody in mind, Sherpa? We could really call out on the show right now and put some pressure on them. Uh, those are both really good options. I mean, somebody like uh, Witty. I don't guess you could call him out. Oh though. man, that would be a good every, one. Yeah, that would be a good one. He, I mean, he's his own crazy crypto celebrity at this point so i think yeah, that would be a fun co-host for sure i'm gonna add him to the call out list here anybody <laughs> else we want to call out by name uh put the pressure on that's the only one i can think of off the all right well that'll head. be our main target that's uh nice. <laughs> we'll make it happen all right this is so a, this is I a classic chamber move be, by the way it's a it classic is. chamber like- move to just call everybody out <laughs> publicly. <laughs> I do like to call people out publicly. Um, so uh, obviously we want to respect your time, Sherpa. Um, I, besides calling out people, I don't have anything else to bring. Bunch, do you, are you all good on your end? Yes, sir. All right. Well, I think we got to play a game here. Now, Bunch, you were the last to hop on. I talked to Sherpa. Uh, about his his uh, his trivia knowledge and where he found the most confidence. Uh, he picked a category. I found a trivia question chart, and you are going to be matched up against oh, no. Sherpa in '90s TV trivia. <laughs> Oh man! All right, I'm pumped about this. I don't know if I'll be any good at it, but I'm excited. Yeah, now I did peruse the interwebs, and a lot of the trivia's I didn't like. They were a little too easy for my liking. Uh, so I found one uh, that I felt that was worthy. Because um, bunch, I think you will do well. Um, sometimes I like it when it's like something you have no idea what it is, um, and then you're just taking stabs in the dark, uh, which is very funny. But I think you will do well. I think this is a category you will do well in. Uh, Sherpa has gone out on a limb and proclaimed this is his most uh, skilled, uh, you know, category. Uh, so I'm gonna start off. Um, I'm gonna start off with Sherpa because he's our guest and. We'll start off what I think is an easy one, um, but we'll uh, we'll leave it up to, to Sherpa to tell us otherwise. Um, Sherpa, question number one: Who killed Laura Palmer on Twin Peaks? <laughs> oh on. God, that's an easy one. Come on, that was an easy one. 
one of the only shows I didn't watch. Okay, all right. Oh, uh, let me let me pass that one. Do we get all right? So is it pass and pass? Steel? No, yeah, pass and steal. Absolutely, you can take a steal if you want to, bunch. Uh, I have no idea for one hundred. Wow. <laughs> okay. So the you answer to this one. Twin Peaks. For the record, both of you should bo- both watch Twin Peaks, including the twenty-five year later third season uh, that was produced by. I was going to say I thought that was like a new thing. Phenomenal. No. Okay. So Twin Peaks, uh, just for for uh, people that are out there listening, uh, came out in nineteen ninety uh, and ran to nineteen ninety two. Was two seasons of phenomenal television up until the kind of the back half of the second season. Uh, there Tell me, a- this isn't all Twin Peaks trivia. No, it's not all Twin Peaks. Okay, I thought God. I figured I'd give you the the. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was uh, there was a movie that came out shortly thereafter the uh, the second season, and then absolutely nothing for twenty five years, and then Showtime put out a third season, uh, which was unbelievable, a must see TV. Uh, in my opinion, a top three television show of all time. Wow. Um, okay. That's a hot take, I know, but uh, no, I, I mean I, it's high praise. I, you're I, you're. I usually get along with a lot of your TV recommendations. So this is one of my favorites, and that third, that last season, that third season just made it, just clinched its spot in the. All top right, three I'll, for me. I'm gonna give it a go. Okay, Bunchu, um, your question now. Uh, this is a South Park question. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. Who is Eric Cartman's father? <laughs> Who is Eric Cartman's father? I feel like I know this. Is it? <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good one. I feel like I would get this one. Big um, gay Al. Did you hear my no, answer? No, I did hear your answer. It's not Big Gay Al, uh, even though it's a terrific guess. Is it Mister? Uh, is it uh, Mister Garrison? It is not Mr. Garrison. Okay, gonna, then I wouldn't have got it on two you, you, uh, We're going to have to move on to Sherpa to see if he can steal the question here. I believe Eric Cartman's father is Eric Cartman's mother. That is 100% correct. Uh, what? For those of you listening at home, Eric Cartman's mother has both a vagina and a penis. Therefore, oh able I did <laughs> to reproduce and make Eric himself. Uh, so, uh, Eric Cartman's father is his mother. Oh, my God. <laughs> One point for Sherpa. Um, okay. All right. Sherpa, back to you. You've taken the steal. Hmm, I'm trying to find an easy one here for you. Okay. On Save by the Bell, what was the name of the beach club the gang worked at? Beach Club. I know it has Malibu in the name, I believe. I know that uh, the wife from King of Queens was Zach's love interest. What the hell was the name of the Beach Club? Oh, you are are all sorts of correct so far. I'll give you a hint. It has uh, four words in the title. One of them is Malibu. And two of them are beach and club. um, (laughs) I was going to say, that doesn't count. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So there's basically just one word you're missing. Malibu Hills Beach Club? I I don't know. Unfortunately, that's not correct. Uh, Bunchu, you have a chance to steal. On Saved by the Bell, what was the name of the beach club the gang worked at? Uh, Okay, so I think he wasn't too far off. but He was not too far off. I think it's Malibu Sands. That 
is correct. The Malibu yes. Sands Beach Club. Oh, and the Max. Okay. Of course, the Max. Of course, the know. Max, yeah. I was a big okay. Saved by the Bell guy. And, and even the into the, you know, the Beach Club years. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I got right into the oh, college yeah. years. I don't know about you yeah. guys. I was a big same. fan. I did, too. Yeah, same. Um, I hope okay. there's some Boy Meets World on here. Um, I believe there is. Um, let's move on, though. Um, so I'm sorry. That's the third. You, we've gone back and forth. I want to say that's the third question. So we're going to be on question four. Uh, we have one a piece so far. So this uh, is my question. This right? is your question, Bunchu. Uh, this is a home improvement question. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you ready for this? In yeah, home yeah. improvement, what are the names of the three boys and who is the youngest? Shit. I should know this. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, how do I not? Know and I need this? their character name, not their right. Because I uh, right, of course. Um, isn't one of them Taylor? Their last name is Taylor. Oh, Taylor Taylor. <laughs> Tim Taylor is the dad. Dang it! Oh, man. <laughs> well, there's isn't there Zach? Is Zachary? No, you're, you're thinking of Zachary Taylor Thomas, I think, or one of those. Zachary, Zachary Ty Ryan. Jonathan Taylor Th- Their name, their real life names and their show names are far too similar. Right. Zachary Ty Bryan. <laughs> That's right. And Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's and right. And whoever the youngest one and is. And whatever the youngest one is. Man, I'm going to have to give this up. Uh, you want to take a stab at this. the three? Son of a bitch. All right, I I'm passing. the oldest one's name is Brad. Brad. All right. Yeah. We got Brad is correct. Brad is the oldest. Ah, the other two, I don't remember. I'm going to give you partial points here. I'm going to give you a half point because you got one. We were looking for Brad Taylor, Randy Taylor, Randy, and Mark Taylor. Mark being the youngest. Randy. Randy. That was, I believe that was the uh, uh, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Taylor Thomas's because Brad was definitely, yeah. Randy. Exactly I would have never Ryan, yeah. I would have never got Randy. Okay. Question five. This one's for Sherpa. This is a Boy Meets World question. On Boy Meets World, what was the name of the crazy older brother? I guess I could just say older brother. It says crazy older brother. But uh we had uh, the main character. I forget his name off the top of my head. Are we just talking about who his brother is? Like, that's an yeah. easy question. Oh, man. All right, yeah, Sherpa's going to get this. So just the brother's name on Boy Meets World. Oh, God. You're not going to believe this. I don't remember that. Oh, oh yes. I know this one. <laughs> All right, Bunchu for the steal. So, of course, the the main character is Corey Matthews. Corey Matthews, that's correct. And the older brother would be Eric Matthews. That is also correct. Bunchu with the steal. I think you guys have just been stealing points from each other. I feel yeah, like no none of us have a... gotten our own question right. <laughs> okay. So the questions... only thing I could uh, remember about Boy Meets World was his friend Sean had the best porn name. The uh, actor. That's yeah, right. What is his name? It it's was, uh, uh, Ryder Strong. That's yeah, right. Ryder Strong. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. All right. I feel like we are on Bunchu right now. Yes, because none of us have gotten for our own question, question six. Um, all right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a Fraser question. 
Oh, no chance. Okay. You got this one. I feel like you got this one. What's the name of Mr. Crane's dog on Frasier? Oh, my God. I don't know. Uh, Oh, really? I think his brother is Miles. I think you're correct there. Uh, I don't know. The dog was a very important character in Frasier. I don't know. Are you passing? Okay, Sherpa, your opportunity to steal. What was the name of the dog on Frasier? Eddie is correct. Wow, nice. Stealing. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, Sherpa, I'm going to give you another Save by the Bell question. And these are the deep cuts that I like. Um, so in, in Save by the Bell, what were Zach and Kelly dressed up as uh, on the night they broke up? So the infamous breakup night, they were dressed up. I believe they were in the uh, in the outer courts of the gymnasium uh, on that little uh, the little picnic table or whatever they had outside the two trees uh, to symbolize they were outside. <laughs> but uh, what was the what were they dressed up as on, on that night? Oh God, I can picture it in my head. I just can't what they're wearing. Um, I'm wanting to say like Prince Charming and one of those Disney princesses. What the hell, Cinderella or something. Prince Charming and Cinderella is incorrect. So I'm going to give this one to Bunchu to see if he can steal. Bunchu, in Saved by the Bell, what were Zach and Kelly dressed up as the night they broke up? Uh, How about, like, I I don't know if this is right either. I'm going to go with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. You guys are close. These are iconic couples, but both incorrect. The most iconic couple, Romeo and Juliet, was the right answer. Mm, dang. Okay. So tied 2-2. Two, two. We're on question eight. This one goes to Bunchu, I believe. Yes. Uh, this is a friend's question. What was the name of Phoebe's twin sister? Oh, my God. I think I know this. Uh, you do? <laughs> uh, man i really think i do know it um i ah, shit it's escaping me um because i remember it's like i remember it's something like uh something weird that i remember reminded me of like disney or something you um, are correct you are i think on the right track shit uh, I can't. Are you giving up your... I'm going to go with Ariel. Oh, it's oh, so close. So close. Yes, yeah, so far. Unfortunately, Ariel is not the correct answer. Uh, Sherpa, do you want to try and steal this one? Oh, I'm not only going to try. I'm going to do it. It's uh, oh. Ursula and... Uh, oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Come on! <laughs> so close. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Sherpa... But uh, Ursula is the is the is the bad guy or the bad lady in the same movie that Ariel is in, correct? Yeah, That's, absolutely. Yes, it is. And even funnier, Ursula was actually a crossover character from uh, Mad About You with Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. Oh my! Played God. by um, the same actress. Same actress. Interesting. Little fun <laughs> fact. Little fun fact there at the end by by uh, Sherpa. <laughs> wow. We appreciate that- those. He deserved that one then, because like, I would mine would have been a fluke. He like knew the he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, shoot. So I'm down three two. 
down three two, okay. and it's sure. And this is question nine, and it's sure. Oh, and it's his question, so he could put it away with this. Really, I'm gonna give him some. I'm gonna give him some heat though on this one. This is gonna give him some high heat. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I have one here. This is a. This is a. Okay. All right. What show did Claire Danes get her start on? I'm wanting to say my so-called life. Wow, that is correct. I think that's also the first question any of you have gotten on your turn. <laughs> that so right. my so-called life is correct. Uh, it is now 4-2 for Sherpa. Bunch, you get one last question just to try to save face, just to try to okay. tighten this up a little bit. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lob one to you here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to find some Boy Meets World stuff here for you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I know that much Boy Meets World stuff. You literally asked me the easiest Boy Meets World question I could have. Um, bu- 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 the only Let- easier question you could have asked me about Boy Meets World is fill in the blank. Boy meets blank. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the only. (laughs) Okay. On Friends, what was the name of Ross's monkey? Uh, I know this one. I think it's Marcel. You are correct. (laughs) And you've only lost by one point. Uh, the, it, it was actually pretty close. I, I mean, if I got the Ursula instead, it would have been different fun. story. Different yeah. story. Had you have just seen The Little Mermaid yeah. recently, maybe that would have given you the uh, oh, well. the, the push over the edge there. Congrats, but we Sherpa. have a winner. It is Sherpa. He has defended his claim. Thank you. Very nice to win. <laughs> uh all right well that's gonna do it for us i will leave this show a loser just like every other show nothing changes uh but before we get out of here sherpa thank you for joining us tell us where people can find you people can find your podcast everything like that uh you can find me at at shitcoin sherpa on twitter and uh this crypto life can be found uh with all other fine podcasts at uh, coinhq.tv. Yeah. It sure can. Uh, we'll make sure to link um, this, crypt- uh, this crypto life in uh, in the notes um, so you'll be able to check that out. Um, you can get that on coinhq.tv. You can get, you can get that on Spotify as well, correct? Uh, yeah, Spotify, most platforms still trying to get through on uh, iTunes. No iTunes, eh? I'll uh, I'll call up t- Tim Apple and see uh, see if we can get uh, <laughs> some action there. Uh, <laughs> we'll call him out directly as well. Um, okay, so that uh, I have no further questions. That's going to do it for us. I what think. do you got? But nothing. I, I appreciate your time, Sherpa. Thank you for joining us. And uh, that's going to do it for us. We'll have to have you back sometime soon, or maybe we can join you on your show for. Uh, for a little get together, maybe we'll get you on Zoom one night. And we can uh, do a little drinking, and that's gonna do it. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.